je, a je. That's right, je, a je. It's Encyclopedia Brunch. Short episode. <laughs> ah, the call of the Encyclopedia Brunch fan. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you can find each other in public. You're the weirdo <laughs> going, je, a je. <laughs> Ah, this episode brought to you by the letter J. Yeah, that's right. We've taken on the Sesame Street funding model. uh, And so, uh, yeah. (laughs) And the number? What number? uh, The number 250. Hang on. Checking, checking. 252. That's right. This is episode 252. So that is the number bringing you this short episode. I was hoping you were going to say. Go ahead. I was hoping you were going to say 69. Nice. Nice. So, uh, let's see. Now that we've read out this, uh, the pre-roll sponsors, the J and uh-huh. uh, 252 slash nice brought to you in part by a generous grant from the 69, the 69 nice Foundation. Yeah. <laughs> Working to raise awareness of 69s throughout the world <laughs> for a more sexy world. Um, anyway, uh, my name is Tim Dobbs with me as ever through the internet. You know her, you love her. Her name is Catherine Cogart. Hey, it's great to be here. How are things? Uh, they're good. Um, well, we should address this actually. It's been an exciting week. We got that exciting grant from the 69 Foundation. Um, no, no, I, I really think we should mention we've been doing a lot of short episodes just because things are actually just like super duper busy for the both of us. So um, yeah. I think we're going to do a couple more short episodes to kind of bridge this. But don't worry, uh, we'll we'll go from this, you know, 10 to 15 minutes a week back to like 30 to 40 minutes a week at some point. Sound right? Yeah. No, it's a real rigid format that we have yeah, here. Yeah. So we, we, we're hand waving to a slightly lesser degree. Um at any rate, uh, this week we are brought to you by the letter J, but they only gave us enough money for 10 to 15 minutes of show. So what are you going to do? Um, yeah. And the reason that uh, I wrote on our big shared topic list why the, to do the letter J uh, was that I realized it makes a number of sounds. And I was like, J, can't you just kind of pick one, right? Like, you know, I don't know. The letter A is fairly standardized at this point the letter uh a ah that's true vowels always get a little bit of both uh all right what about k k is pretty pretty straight ahead yeah confusing because it makes the same sound as a c that's true letters are so confusing (laughs) um confusing t i guess i don't think i think t is it stands on its own right and it only makes the one sound t is yeah really in a league of its own yeah letter wise yep uh the t stands alone but the j the j is all over the place it can make all kinds of sounds including j y j h uh depending on which european country you're from um what a what a letter about town yeah it's all over the place um and i was like what's up with j like how did how did j decide that it could just be i guess at a certain point i i got a sort of letter based nihilism where i was just like nothing means anything uh-huh. why do we even have these symbols if they don't represent a sound um i, I don't know so that we can try just try to talk to each other <laughs> yeah i guess that's beautiful in its way 
Um, so I guess like, do you know, do you know like how we got the J in the first place? Uh, yeah. So as I understand it, it was not a letter, but more of a flourish, um, <laughs> in Roman numerals. Uh, let's say you need to write three. Have you ever felt, has this ever happened to you? Cut to black and You're white. You're writing Roman numerals. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm so confused. And you get to three. <laughs> And you get to Roman numeral three and you're like, this is a lot of eyes. I'm starting to lose track. Mm. Well, absolutely. There's got to be a better way, Catherine. There, the, the better way that, that somebody came up with was to just kind of make the last eye into like a swishy eye. So it kind of ended up looking like a J. Oh, I see. You're kind of having fun. That makes sense. Because like, so the three, that's the most number of eyes you're going to put in a row. Because we know that after, after when you move to four, you go for IV. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I, I could see like being like, I, I, and I, I did it. A full flourish. <laughs> so you could see it's either one eye. You can probably see it's either one eye, multiple eyes, or a bunch of eyes and the J. Mm. And then you're like, okay, so then it's one, two, or three, very clearly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That, 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 that allows, that fit, fits with my concept of one, two, or many, which is my level of yeah. numeracy. <laughs> um. I always suspected the J was sort of a little brother uh, letter, <laughs> didn't you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely. I feel like I learned how to write them on the same day. Yeah, that feels right. Can you think of, I feel like there are other letters like that, too, where you're just like, oh, like M and N. <laughs> you're like, this is basically. O and A. Uh, yeah, lowercase, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's only so many shapes that are easy to draw, but it does feel like we could have been a little more creative. <laughs> uh yeah yeah um i remember i did a lot of handwriting uh workbooks as a child because my handwriting was garbage uh-huh. and i'm a girl so that's unacceptable so they kept throwing handwriting notebooks at me right they let me get away with it but <laughs> uh so i had an uh, f and so at one point they had me learning uppercase j at the same time i was learning lowercase f in cursive what that's just like a, which is really confusing if you think about it it absolutely is because i still confuse those all the time um mm-hmm. you know being a modern person who lives in the modern world uh i don't write a lot of cursive capital letters um yeah. and i still cannot remember who knows which direction they're supposed to go yeah you start on you start on the right side for a capital j and on the left side for a cursive f i think could i do an yeah. f now yeah i think i could still draw an f and then the j the j is confused i don't know <laughs> It's all over the place. I uh, I remember I had a terrible when I was writing print mm-hmm. until like embarrassingly late in my life. I could not tell you which direction the J was supposed to go. I would always write it backwards <laughs> until like I want to say like seventh grade or something. Wow. Well, so uh, similarly, perhaps uh, I could not remember the order of J and K. I didn't know which one went first for mm-hmm. the longest time, like possibly also till seventh or eighth grade. Even when you sing the song? I'd have to sing the song. Um, oh, I mean, I have to sing the song, too. But then the problem is that, like, it, it didn't always make me feel sure because K and J rhyme. And so, like, either works, you know? It's not like... H-I-K-J. Yeah. yeah I might get confused next time I try to go through this. I just said W after J, so who knows? Um, <laughs> well, here, here's a little mnemonic that eventually got me through, and it co- corresponds with my eventually uh, as, a, as a young teen getting on to uh, Instant Messenger. Is that? Drugs. Oh, Instant Messenger. Okay. Yeah. 
the alphabet is just kidding. That's right, JK. That's how you remember it. Ah, uh, there it is. Yeah. But so perhaps because of the J is like a sort of little brother letter, you know, it could be mistaked for an I. It's it's capital uh, cursive version is very similar to an F. And it's J and K order is very confusing. I mean, maybe this is and just And we like, just don't use it that much. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's actually the... Oh, I saw it just a second ago. Um, it is one of the least used letters. Uh, trying to find in English. W- yeah, in English. Um, oh, there you go. Fourth least frequently used. Uh, it's mm-hmm. uh, ahead of Z, Q, and X. Um, yeah. Which is why it's uh, worth eight points in Scrabble. But I always feel like, oh, good. They they have no idea what they're doing. I can think of a bunch of J words, and then I just look for juice over and over, and I'm like, why can't this isn't juice here? <laughs> Think of a bunch of J words. There's juice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to my brain. <laughs> um. So yeah, I I'm always surprised to see that it's so rarely used. But I think that probably fits in with my understanding. Uh, and I imagine it's much more complicated, but, uh, my understanding of how it even came to be was, cause it was just an I, right? In, in Roman times. Mm-hmm. Um, it eventually got picked up in German, um, where someone was just like, yeah, you know, we need like a, we need another sound and it just sort of came together. And, um, so this guy, uh, uh Gian Giorgio Tresino uh wrote uh his epistle about the letters recently added to the italian language so which is a fun little read if you ever get the chance yeah it's just like a a fun breezy time tell me about the hot new letters (laughs) um well then he does and he goes on to describe the j and uh he assigns it this kind of yus sound but at the same time there were other romance languages going on um because that was high german and uh or sorry middle high german and um so they were like cool we want to say yeah this is how we're gonna do it nailed it um but then the other romance languages so french um portuguese uh presumably spanish although they kind of went the runway eventually but they were like uh well we've got some new sounds that we've been working on someone called them you know like uh uh france it's your cousin your cousin uh marvin france (laughs) This, you know that new sound you've been looking for? Well, listen to this. Je, uh, je. <laughs> it was a different time. <laughs> um, yeah, they called him on the many days walk, I guess, is how, how that would have been done at that time. <laughs> Carrier pigeon. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so they had new sounds. And this J letter was just like, I don't know. It's It's sort of like this weird little brother letter. And uh, so why don't we why don't we throw ya at it? Because like ya, I think we could cover ya with like y or something. Uh, so we'll make it ya. And then English went on be uh, to be influenced uh, probably during the Norman court, I would guess, um, when the French and English languages did, did a lot of merging. And English was like, cool. Uh, that's just a short hop to this uh, sweet new remix we've been trying to do, where we instead of saying ya, we say ya. Uh, um, I just love the pronunciation guides. <laughs> so anyway, and then I don't know how I don't know what uh, what Spanish is doing, but in Spanish it's a huh sound. 
nobody knows what Spanish is doing. It's what's so mysterious and sexy about yeah. it. <laughs> That's why we're also in love with Antonio Banderas. <laughs> yep. Or at least my mom was 30 years ago. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... So yeah, I don't know. That's the letter J. It's that's it's this weird little side guy who can't quite figure things out. Oh no, I think he's just dancing to the beat of his own drum. Okay, what would you like? Um, if you were to think of like a sitcom character that J represents, uh, yeah. what do you think? You got any Joey? Ideas? Joey. He's just kind of he's the friend out there who's like uh, kind of doing his own thing. Fiercely loyal. Mm. A little bit of a weirdo. But he like still likes to get in there with everybody, you know? Yeah, I can see that. He, he, he doesn't want to make enemies. Yeah. Do you want some juice? It's here. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one thing I got. Uh, um, yeah. All right. Well, let's all go squeeze a fresh glass. Until then, Captain Crooked over there. Tim Dobbs over here. Bye. Bye. Bye.